your news, your entertainment, your business. We're on a mission from God. This is the Rich Rothman Show. Hello, everybody. It's Rich Rothman on uh, the Rich Rothman Show, along with Wanda Miles in the booth. Hello, Wanda. How are you? Okay, here we go. <laughs> wrong button. We're on the wrong button, but we're there. Yeah. And I'm back, and uh, we took a little hiatus last week. Eh. We weren't here. Are we there? I'm here. I'm just working on my mic. Aha. Uh-huh. You keep talking. I'll keep talking, show. and you guys work show. it out. Hey, what's the difference? Anyway, welcome to everybody. It's uh, Rich Rothman on 1360 WKAT right here at the top of the hour. It must be it's Thursday, and um, you can hear us also at uh, therichrothmanshow.com, or we also stream at iTunes, uh, and you can figure out how to get to that. Uh, anyway, we weren't here last week. It was, uh, aside from being the July 4th holiday, uh, I had some surgery, mm-hmm. and I was unable to uh, really do anything. It was kind of screwed Did up. Did you talk? Uh, I could talk, but I was so drugged out. You didn't want me to talk. I can yeah, promise you that. Yeah. Not a good idea. Very bad idea uh, to do that. But uh, we're here. We're back. And we have we have uh, a very... Wanda has put together a big show, as Ed Sullivan used to say. It's a lot big of shows. Big show. A really, really big we show. got a lot of people on the show today. First of all, of course, we have our tech guru, uh, Jeff Sabar, is going to be here at about uh, 425 to 430. But in the second hour... Um, we have a, a list of people that are just terrific. We're going to have Craig Setzer here from WFOR, uh, the meteorologist from WFOR. Uh, we're going to have Chris Lancy uh, from, uh, is that from NOAA? Am I correct on that? Uh, yes. Yeah, he's with NOAA, yes. and he is the science and operations officer. Sort of sounds like Martin Landau from Star Trek. Hurricane National Center of... National organization, national, no, uh, or, okay. o- oceanic. No, 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 he's not, it's, it's the National Hurricane Center he's from. Okay, I knew that. National okay. Hurricane Center. I don't Acron- know why. Stop I, using the acronyms, you big smarty All cats. right, I won't do that. Anyway, and, you know, acronyms get you in trouble yes, anyway. they do. I know, I know that. Okay, so, and then also we have, this is really going to be terrific, and, and I know for a fact because I'm doing it. Uh, Pat Catania is going to be here, and Pat uh, owns Florida East Coast Public Adjusters. And I know that you've uh, heard about, you know, the people who are reopening cases and claims against uh, uh, the insurance companies going back to Hurricane Wilma, and you have a five-year uh, opportunity of window to go back and try and reclaim if you feel that you've been unjustly treated, mm. which personally I, I felt I was, um, your window of opportunity to go back and, uh, and do something about it is really closing down quick. You only have about a year and a half to two years. So uh, Pat's going to be here, and i got to tell you, it's going to be a goodie. Uh, we're going to be talking about how the insurance companies operate and how they really don't operate in your best interest. They really don't do that. And I'll bet all of you out there don't even read all your policies, every word, every piece of paper that comes. I know I don't. Why bother? It's like a novel sometimes. And, and, and you can't even understand. It's sort of like listening to uh, the the, uh, the feds yeah. when they make their fed monetary policy. Mm. But uh, So it's a good, good show. Uh, but let me uh, let me start off with a conversation uh, relating to oil and energy. You know, this has been our, our, our big thing. i got to tell you, going back to almost January, I have said, and I've said over and over again, forget everything else. It doesn't matter. You know, health care is important. Education is important. Jobs are important. All that's important. Can't get to school without energy. Can't get to but the hospital you, without but energy. That's right. Wanda's right. Can't get the, anywhere without you, it. Everything about us is related to energy. And I said, the person who would really have a good energy policy is the one that's going to get my vote. And this is before the speculators and all these other crazies out there went ahead and killed the market. Uh, and and let me tell you something. 
you have to understand there are people out there who are hurting us. This is not. I don't want to. I don't believe for a moment, and I certainly hope you're not that naive anymore to think that what's happening with oil. You're in your car right now. You're driving. I know you spend fifty dollars or more to fill your car, and some of you are doing fifty, sixty. If you have an SUV, God help you. It's a hundred dollars, hundred and twenty dollars, and it ain't going to get better. It's only going to get worse for the time being, and it's going to get worse because there are people out there that have nothing to do with supply and demand. It doesn't exist. It has to do with speculation, and I have been saying that for a long, long time. Many of you may have seen uh, the letter, an open letter to all airline customers that is being uh, sent through, well, I got it through Delta Airlines. But 12 CEOs of the major airlines in the United States have put together a note. And the airlines include Delta, American, JetBlue, Alaska, Hawaiian, AirTran, Continental, Midwest, Southwest, U.S. Airways, United Airlines, and Northwest. And what are they saying? What we've been saying all along and you've been listening to on this show. And I hope you take this to heart. Our country, in this letter says, and we're posting it on our website, which, by the way, is um, uh, com, www.therichroppenshow. Our country is facing a possible sharp economic downturn because of skyrocketing oil and fuel prices. But by pulling together, we can all do something to help now. For airlines, ultra-expensive fuel means thousands of lost jobs and severe reductions in air service to both large and small communities. To the broader economy, oil prices mean slower activity and widespread economic pain. This pain can be alleviated. And that is why we, these CEOs, are taking the extraordinary step of writing this joint letter to all our customers. Since high oil prices are partly a response to normal market forces, the nation needs to focus on increased energy supplies and conservation. However, and here's the point, there is another side to this story. Because normal market forces are being dangerously amplified by poorly regulated market speculation. 20 years ago, 21% of all oil contracts were purchased by spectators who trade oil on paper with no intention of ever taking delivery. Today, oil speculators purchase 66% of oil, oil futures, and that reflects just the transactions that are known. The point is, the speculators can do whatever they want to do. You do not have to put up the monies that you had to put up years ago. And the point is, the problem we're having, the high prices, are forcing the barrel of oil up in anywhere between 30 to $60 more per barrel of oil than it should be selling for, given the current rate of consumption. Folks, this has nothing to do with China. It has nothing to do with India. That can be accounted for. What can't be accounted for are the selfish, greedy SOBs that are on, on Wall Street that are speculating with a commodity that is affecting every one of you. And the airline industry cannot survive with these oil prices. Listen to me. The airline industry cannot, cannot survive high oil prices. Thousands of jobs are being lost. Thousands and hundreds, rather, of planes are being grounded. But more importantly, cities, cities are going to lose their air transportation. Because you can't afford it. And we won't be able to afford it. So how ironic. 1908, the Wright brothers, and here we are, 2008, we can't even afford to fly our planes. We're going to come back and talk about this. This is Roffin on the Rich Roffin Show, 1360 WKAT. Stay there. If 
you wish to become an effective team member in the Six Sigma process and desire certification with the Six Sigma Green Belt, then you need to enroll in Florida International University's Six Sigma Green Belt Certification Program. This program will run Tuesday evening, September 16th through December 16th, 2008. Add value to your skill set by identifying root causes and generating solutions to eliminate them. This course applies to anyone in the organization who will be part of a Six Sigma process improvement project staff, line supervisors, managers, and directors. In such areas as manufacturing, operations, customer service, engineering, logistics, sales, quality, and purchasing. This course is important for you and your organization. For more details or to register for the Six Sigma Green Belt program starting September 16th, call Florida International University at 305-348-4217. Pizza Fusion, America's greenest restaurant, is now open in Weston, saving the earth one pizza at a time. Pizza Fusion serves a gourmet and organic menu of pizza, Focaccia sandwiches, wraps, desserts, beer, and wine. All Pizza Fusion items are served in their purest form, untainted by the artificial additives such as sweeteners, pesticides, preservatives, and hormones. Enjoy our fresh salads, breads, dips, wraps, and pizzas. All mates order upon your request with specialty toppings like goat cheese, Key West shrimp, wild lobster, spinach, eggplant, feta cheese, and more. It's all organic, natural, and delicious at Pizza Fusion. Come in today to Pizza Fusion at 2378 Weston Road in Weston and build your own pizza. Call 954-641-5353 for more information. Pizza Fusion in Weston. Saving the earth one pizza at a time. It might be as simple as a water heater that bursts and floods your home. It could be as devastating as a fire that destroys your home. Either way, you need someone to represent you to make sure you get the maximum compensation from your insurance company. You need someone who knows how to prepare claims accurately. You need someone who can help you get a prompt and equitable settlement. You need East Coast Public Adjusters, one of the largest and most dependable firms in the insurance industry. East Coast Public Adjusters will be there for you every step of the way, from the initial evaluation and throughout the preparation of your claim. Sometimes people settle claims with their insurance company only to realize they're entitled to much more. East Coast Public Adjusters will help you reopen your claim and try to get you the money you need. If you've suffered damage to your home from flood, fire, lightning, wind or smoke damage, or even theft, you need East Coast Public Adjusters. Call East Coast Public Adjusters today. 305-441-0882. 305-441-0882. Or on the web at eastcoastadjusters.com. A new terminal that is larger than some mid-sized U.S. airport. The new Miami International Airport. A new 350-space ground-level short-term parking lot. The new Miami International Airport. The only U.S. airport with sleep pods. The new Miami International Airport. The international gateway to the Americas with more flights to South America than all U.S. airports combined. The new Miami International Airport. And coming soon, 61 new retail and food shops to add to your airport savoir-faire. Come experience the new Miami International Airport and watch us move towards the future. The new Miami International Airport. Seaboard Marine is an ocean transportation company that provides direct regular service between the United States and the Caribbean Basin, Central and South America. Seaboard Marine's success in the region for nearly 25 years has enabled it to expand into new markets, now serving nearly 40 ports in over 20 countries. Seaboard Marine's facilities include a private terminal of nearly 70 acres at the Port of Miami. Seaboard Marine carries more cargo to and from the Port of Miami than any other carrier. 
Although this facility complies with and exceeds all governmental security mandates, it operates seven days a week, 365 days a year, a unique convenience for its customers. Seaboard Marine serves these routes from Miami, Bahamas, Grand Cayman, Colombia, Dominican Republic, Eastern Caribbean, Haiti, Jamaica, North Central America, South Central America, Venezuela, and the West Coast of South America, including Peru, Chile, Bolivia. Seaboard Marine, a trade leader in the Western Hemisphere. Wallet feeling the crunch these days? The Florida Marlins have a way to save with the Marlins Free 5-Pack. Presented by Pollo Tropical. Buy a 5-Pack and get a second 5-Pack free. Packs start at just $75. That's right, only $75. Pick the games of your choice. See the Marlins battle the Cubs, Mets, Phillies, and others. You pick. Bring your kids, bring your buddy, bring your wife. The Marlins Free 5-Pack presented by Pollo Tropical. Get yours today. Call 1-877-MARLINS or go to FloridaMarlins.com. Marlins Baseball. You gotta be here. No one covers local, national, and world news like Rich Rothman. And no one covers local, national, and world shipping like DHL. DHL. Customer service is back in shipping. It's South Florida's newest and freshest talk show. And now for something completely different. This is the Rich Rothman Show on 1360 WKAT. Okay. Welcome back. Rich Rothman on the Rich Rothman Show. It's 4.13 after the hour of 4 o'clock, and uh, we're on 1360 WKAT. Uh, just to follow up on what we were talking about, we are talking about energy and oil, and, and we're not that's not the theme for today, but it's going to be a mantra. And uh, the point is that we're talking about the airline industry coming together, 12 of the largest airlines in the United States, putting out a letter. It's on the website. Go to it. You can see it, uh, therichrothmanshow.com. And you're going to find out that we need to do something. What I find absolutely amazing in this whole scenario is that America sits back. I, I mean, I'm a product of the 60s and 70s. I remember when the Vietnam War was very, very important to me. And you know what? We were on the streets. We did something. We did something. We were so mad. We didn't trust anybody. Anybody over 30 was disrespected. We had no faith in them because they were considered old. Now I'm 60 and I have a different point of view. But the point is we were politically active. Where are you, folks? Where are you? Where's your concern? If you look at the world, step back, take a deep breath, look at the picture, and you'll understand that everything seems to be tipping and turning and somewhat out of control right now. Think about it. Our economy's out of control. We have oil and energy out of control. The world policy's out of control. We can't accomplish anything in the United States because the Democrats don't get along with the Republicans. The Republicans don't get along with the Democrats, and neither of them get along with anybody else. And no one's talking to the president, and guess what? The president's not even talking. The Supreme Court seems to be operating on its own. They get involved in military decisions. Something seems to be very, very wrong here, and I'm amazed that nobody says anything. So finally, I was so overjoyed to see this letter come across my desktop from the uh, the CEOs of the airline. Do something, folks. Now, what you can do is you can go to their website, and their website is important, and I want you to do this. If you do nothing else today when you get home, have your dinner, then go on the website that they put together. It's www.stopoilspeculationnow.com. www.stopoilspeculationnow.com. Take a look at it. Look at the letter. If you believe that's right, if you believe that everything's honky-dory, you're in big trouble. If you believe something needs to be done, then do something. Because you know what? The guy, the lady sitting next to you ain't going to do anything for you. Because you know what? They're not doing anything. Someone needs to start thinking. Make something happen. 
Thomas Friedman's column today. You know, I'm not a big favor of, of the New York Times and Thomas Friedman. But Friedman's column today was excellent. And he says, we are a country in crisis. And why are we in a crisis? Well, let's think about the energy situation. We're in a crisis because since 1973, we've done nothing. That's not a Republican problem. It's not a Democratic problem. It's everyone's problem. Not one president, not one Congress has done a bloody thing. Nothing. And he said the worst part of this whole thing is that we have a Congress that expects to fail. We have a Congress, a political system that expects failure, doesn't try very hard to produce anything else. And I go back to the comment that Pelosi said just about two weeks ago. When she was talking about the drilling, they were in debate, oh, we're not going to drill. And she says, you're not going to drill out of this one. Well, do you think that's a good answer? Well, do you think the answer should be, you know what? This is America, and we can do something. That's what makes America great. We have the ability to do something. We're the smartest, the greatest, the most wonderful people on this planet. And if you don't believe in that, then you're in a big problem. And that's a whole other conversation. But the point is, we have the ability. If we continue down the route that we're going down right now, it's over, folks. Game over. Disappear. We're never going to be the world power. We're going to disappear into that third world of nothingness. We're going to be M.O.R. for the rest of eternity. And that's sad for the planet. So anyway, so much for that. That's that's my little harping, Wanda. I couldn't help it. It's been bothering me. I haven't been speaking for the it's last few weeks. You've got to get those weeks. things off your chest. Well, i got to get them off it's my chest. Not healthy you, know what, you, you know what just came across today? Here's something that's intriguing. Ooh, I'm showing it to Wanda. Pretty, pretty picture. I want everyone to look. It's close to the mic. Everybody. Um, there is a rumor circulating in England right now. This is from The Sun. So if you went to uh, thesun.co.uk slash SOL homepage slash motors. I know that's a lot, but if you go to the website, you'll, you'll find it because it's there. Mercedes-Benz, it's alleged that Mercedes-Benz has declared that within seven years they're getting off of petrol. You hear me? I'm going to say that again. Within seven years, they're going to get off of petrol. For those of you who are not speaking English, that's gasoline. They're going to get off of gasoline. Why? Because it's not going to work anymore with gasoline. Because it's based upon oil. Because oil is based upon a bunch of crazies all over the world in the Mideast, and we can't control it. It's based upon speculators, and it looks like we can't control that either. So as long as we're going to be based on an oil-based economy, we're in big, big trouble. So the Mercedes Group evidently is saying, you know what, seven years from now, we're going to be driving things that are strictly biofuel, and we're going to be driving cars, at least Mercedes cars, that are strictly uh, electric. Now, are they the only people in the world working towards that? No, of course not. General Motors is working towards They've been working very hard at that. Maybe General Motors and Chrysler and Ford, maybe these guys really need to get together and do a campaign for the first time, work collectively, not individualistically, individually, and say, we're coming together because we're going to save America. We're going to produce the cars that you need, and we're going to save America. Everyone on the, on the far left is saying, don't you drill. You can't use fossil fuels. We're not going to do that. Drilling's not going to get us out of this, but we are going to go to new technology. Well, okay, so here's the technology. The technology exists today. If we can stop fighting each other and quit thinking blue state, quit thinking red state, and just think America, think of us as one team. Either we win or we fail. i got to tell you something. There's no partial winning and there's no partial losing. Either we all win together, which we can, by the way, or we're all going to fail together. We're either going to go down with the ship or we're going to win. I want to be on the winning team. You want to be on the winning team. So wouldn't it be great if Chrysler and Ford and General Motors came together and said, you know what, we have the technology. Let's work and make this happen for all of us. 
Because, you know, again, in Friedman's column, but everyone's known this, there used to be the statement back in the 40s, what's good for General Motors is good for the United States. As goes, as goes General Motors, so goes the United States. That's when General Motors was worth hundreds of billions of dollars. It's worth under $7 billion today. Some people think that's gleefully wonderful. You know what? The heck with those people. They don't belong here. You want General Motors to fail? You want Ford to fail? Do you understand the value of that, what happens? The numbers of jobs just in the production alone? The number of products that are used in producing a car alone? The number of people who work at dealerships alone? The number of people who fix cars in dealerships alone? Now, you want that to fail? I don't want that to fail. I think we can pull together and make this thing, this place work. But I really wish I'd hear it from a lot of other people who understand, you know what, we're in this together. It's not a left. It's not a right. Pelosi, Reid, get your head out of the sand. The right people on the Republican side have got across the aisle. The Democrats have got across the aisle. Because I'll tell you something, the political system won't work anymore. I don't even believe in it anymore. I'm not looking at Democrat. If this is the best we can do in America, to have an Obama for the Democrats and, and, a, and a McCain for the Republicans, we're in trouble. They're not bad people. That's not where I'm going with it. Obama's probably a great guy, a nice guy. He's a politician. You know, he kisses babies and puts his hand in your pocket. He's a politician. Let's call it what it is. Don't think McCain's any different than that. He's a politician. Does the same thing. Okay? But if this is the best that America can produce at the worst crisis for America, the worst crisis, get it straight, kids. We don't get this right. There is no future. There's no future for our children and grandchildren. And this is the best we can do. I'm looking for a superman or a superwoman. I'm looking for somebody. I'm really praying. That's, and I'm not a super religious person. There's got to be. Then meditate. There's got to be. Um, there's got to be somebody out there who is strong enough, smart enough, wealthy enough that can say, we have got to save this country. Mm-hmm. It is not a Democrat thing. It's not a Republican thing because it doesn't work. Congress hasn't done anything intelligent for us in years. They're up there. Their rating was at 9% last week. Do you understand? 9%. Bush reached 28. They're at 9% approval rating. 9%. Think about that. Something's really wrong here. Quit thinking America can fail and think America can win. Think that the technology that we need is here and we can use it. We can use it tomorrow. Think that we need to get off of the oil from the Mideast. It's not going to happen tomorrow. But if we import ethanol, it can happen tomorrow. But if we don't start now, if we don't make this our bench line, our yard line, our, our cutting edge line, where from this point forward something can happen, folks, we're, we're, it's just not going to happen. It's another year and another year and another year. Just wait. Wait till somebody in the Midwest, in the upper Midwest around Chicago, tries to heat their house next year. And there's no heating oil. And they're going to say, well, what happened? Well, what happened is that we didn't do anything. Got to do something. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. How you doing? I've waited a week and a half to get that off my chest. I feel that better. That's quite a movement. Well, I feel better about it. <laughs> Let's talk about dead people. All right. Let's talk about dead people. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here's our lucky stiff section. Oh, this is good for you. About a lucky man who made the grade And though the news was rather sad Okay, well, now, 
We didn't have. I don't think we had any movie stars or anybody that people would readily recognize this week. They didn't. No. Did you pick up on anything? I didn't. No, 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 no. The week is still young. The week is young. Sorry, you, hey, you got another day. Maybe by tomorrow, somebody will die. Now. We don't know. But uh, we have two lucky stiffs today. Uh, the first one that I wanted to talk about was just the other day. John Templeton, at age 95, billionaire invested in science and religion. And also, of course, you recognize John Templeton was involved in uh, Templeton Funds. Yes. And a very successful man. In 1954, he founded the Templeton Growth Fund, one of the largest and most successful international investment funds in the world. Um, He was described by Money Magazine in 1999 as arguably the greatest global stock picker of the century. And he sold his combined Templeton Funds to the Franklin Group in 1992, for $440 million. At the time of the sale, Templeton Funds had assets in excess of $22 billion. He did pretty good. Stock picker? Stock picker. Is that the official? Stock picker. Stock picker. Yeah, because Templeton was a place that it's a mutual fund. Okay. And uh, Seems like it should be something more eloquent than a stock picker. <laughs> but he made it to 95. The guy had a great life. He was yes, a very religious person. and He donated money. He did good things. We're sorry he's gone. Now, the other person who passed away... Lucky Stiffs. That lucky Stiff. The other person who made the grade today, and I saw the photograph, hmm. was Ruth Greenglass, age 84. Mm. And, of course, most people are saying, okay, uh, who's Ruth Greenglass? <laughs> you know, and that's what I said when I looked. Well, Ruth Green- Greenglass died. Well, here's the deal with Ruth G- Greenglass, which I think you're going to get a kick out of. Yeah. Um, she was a witness who testified against her sister-in-law, Ethel Rosenberg, in the 1950s spy case. Now, now all of a sudden people are saying, well, I know what Ethel Rosenberg, I know that person. Of course, Ethel Rosenberg was electrocuted uh, as part of a spy ring that sold uh, the atomic bomb information to the uh, Russians, <gasps> to the commies. Wow. Yeah, the bad guys. And um, wow. and, and evidently, uh, uh, I guess they didn't like each other too much, Not did too they? Because no. she testified against them. And I really wanted, I was dying to do, is get the movie Avalon. I want everyone to go do that and, and watch that scene when uh, they talk about cutting the taiki. You cut the taiki, and the guy walks out all annoyed. So I guess if you really get annoyed in a Jewish family, you've got to be careful because this ain't good. Anyway, okay. so Ruth Greenglass is gone at age 84. Those are the two people that I could find for today, Wanda. Right. Well, that's kind of a good thing. It's kind of a good Not thing. Not a lot of people dying this week. No, we kind of like that. Although, you know, again, death is not a bad thing. No. Just getting there is miserable, you know? So, uh, uh, <laughs> who's Marie? Marie. Was there a Marie? There's not a Marie. Oh, no, no. That's from yesterday. That's from yesterday. Okay. Let me move that out of your uh, Is Jeff around yet? Hang on. He's calling now. Oh, okay. Terrific. We're going to have uh, Jeff Sabar on the phone in just a few minutes. But uh, I can I can do one quick bit uh, before we do that. Uh, we, we may have no- noted this a few weeks ago. It was up for sale, and now it is sold. The Icona Chrysler site. Now, all of you know New York, and you think about New York, and you think of the Statue of Liberty, and you think of the Empire State Building, and, you know, unfortunately, the Twin Towers, which are no longer there. But the Chrysler Building uh, was a – it is a – it's a gorgeous, gorgeous building um, from the 30s, just in 1930, uh, until the Empire State Building topped it. It was, uh, you know, the tallest building in Manhattan. But it was just sold to the Arabs. Circle it. Hey, Jeff, are you there? Hey, I'm here. What part of the world are you in? Aren't you traveling? Where in the world is Jeffrey D. Zabar? I am traveling. I am driving in uh, our RV. We are in <laughs> on I-85 in uh, northeastern Georgia. We are at Victoria Bryant State Park, if that means anything to anybody. Sounds pretty. It anything to me. It's, uh, well, we're driving on the interstate, so I'm sure it's pretty. 
from here it looks like wood. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's very, very... Are you driving, by the way, while you're talking to us? I'm driving while I'm talking, but as per our conversation of a couple weeks ago, yes. I have my earbud in, my hands are free. Oh, good. And, uh, and you're rocking and rolling. And we're rocking and rolling and whatnot, so it's He's, all good. You're so tech. We're so tech. You know what? <laughs> what, what would have been really cool is if I could have, you know, had, not me, had the laptop going, but... You know, been uh, been surfing the internet. My kids, you know, often as we're driving, will actually be online as the vehicle's going because we have that that wireless air card, and so you can, as long as you have power and you know the internet connection, you're good to go. Jeffrey, there's a there was an article in the paper down here today, and I thought of you in a second. This is why I, I cut it out, and you're going to love this. It says fuel costs drive online classes. It appears that the online class registration is just growing by leaps and right. bounds. And the right. college administrators are leaning in that direction to save gas for everybody. That's what you were talking about. Yeah, you know what? Um, in fact, my wife, Robbie, um, as opposed to my wife, Susie, or my other wife, Brenda, um, but my wife, Robbie... Um, <laughs> you heard it here R- first. Exactly. She was a uh, RN and decided to go back to school to get her master's degree to become a pediatric nurse practitioner. And Good job. Yeah, absolutely, and and the top and raise three kids and raise a fourth kid named Jeff, you know all that sort of stuff. Right. Um, but the the toss up was between going to FIU, which has a good program, but all her clinicals would be down at Jackson Memorial, which for us in Northwest Broward would be a haul from Coral Springs, or she could do it online at other schools, which included SUNY uh, State University of New York in Stony Brook, which is in. Um, I guess, I don't know if that's Long Island or if that's on... Long Island. Long Island. Long Island. Uh, Considering she didn't have to go to the campus, we don't quite know where the university is, but she did it all online. And it it saved in the commute. She didn't have to go to Jackson twice a week, which is a big deal. Um, She was able to do all her clinicals within five to ten miles from home, never had to go to a classroom. She only went there once for, for like three days to study how to use their online education program, you know, software and application. It was really Lotus Notes is what it was, and she needed training on that, but they require all the students to come in, you know, and buy a, buy a SUNY T-shirt and all that sort of stuff. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it saves in so many ways. It saves in what they call physical plant. You don't need the infrastructure. You don't need the personnel. You have a teacher who really doesn't have to interact personally you know, on a set schedule with the students, although they do have to be there to answer questions. But for the most part, they assign course load, they assign workload, and then grade it, and then answer questions if there are any. And everyone everyone can really save with that model. Let me ask you a question. Is there anything special that you need to do these programs to make sure you can take a course or uh, something like that online? Um, you need a computer. Duh. That's a, that's a good one, Jeff. Watch the road. There you go. Um, broadband internet helps. Yeah. Because um, dial-up would be too slow when you're trying to, you know, serve up a, a, a coursework or download documents or whatever, which can often be very large files. Um, and even the internet helps um, when, because you still have to use books. They had her, you know, buy all her traditional, all the traditional textbooks that you might buy uh, for courses like that. Um, she had, you know, we went on to, uh, to eBay or to Amazon to buy all the different books. Um, and so, you know, would buy them that way because you don't have a bookstore. Unless, you know, if you did, you could do it at FIU or UM um, and, and then go down to the bookstore to buy them. But, you know, because you're online, you can buy them from any source. So that's really all you need 
but you also need the discipline. Beyond the technology, you need the discipline. I know it was she was really good about it. And again, like I said, and I'm, I'm, I was you know half jokingly before, but you know raising a family, working. You know she was a professional who went back to school. Um, and then studying, and then, and then also our daughter, Nicole, uh, had her bat mitzvah in the middle of all that, so we had to put that whole thing together, um, which is, is no small feat. So you really have to have the discipline to make something like that work. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not, I don't know how I could do that. I, I have, it, it's changed me working at first from a home office, although now I'm back in Carl Gables uh, at an office at the studio here. But it, it, you really do have to be a disciplined individual to be able to do this. Yeah, I mean, going back to school, um, especially as a non-traditional sort of commuting student, um, makes it's a it's a big deal. Uh, you, especially if you're a little older, you've gotten out of the studying mindset. I really admire, and I did an article for uh, the Sun Sentinel about a year and a half ago on people who were going back to get their MBAs. It was really looking at all the different MBA programs uh, for any variety of students, whether it was distance education, weekend programs, night programs. And all these people were professionals. There was a gentleman I interviewed who had been, at the time, was with Motorola, um, who was going back to get an MBA. And, I mean, obviously he has a lot of work. And as, a, as an engineer, he probably brings work home. You know, brings home a briefcase full of stuff to do nights and weekends, plus his MBA work. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a, it's a big effort to, make, to pull that off. Okay. So now that you're traveling, I'm just curious, how much does it take and what type of fuel do you use uh, in the uh, RV you're driving? You know what? Truth be told, and I'm not giving this answer to be evasive, I have no idea the mileage we're getting because it is a, it's an RV. It's a 23-foot um, Fleetwood, so it's a small, it's what they call a Class C. So it looks like a, a van front with a, um, with a cab over the top, you know, with the sleeping quarters over the top. Uh-huh. Um, but, it had, but it has a 55-gallon... Uh, oh my tank. lord, that's a lot, that's so a lot of gas. Can, well, it's a, it seems like a lot, but just think about it, you go farther between fill-ups, but also all the fuel pumps, and all, we drive a minivan and a Honda Accord at home, so we never get to this point, but all the fuel, most of the fuel pumps now only go up to $75, and then they cut off, because it's an anti-theft measure, so if someone right. gets your credit card, the most damage they can do is $75, so you fill up, the last $3 goes by really slowly because the pump is slowing down, or at least the last dollar, so it's slowing down um, until it finally clicks off. you got to close it, close the sale, you know, put in your credit card again, swipe it again to start up a new sale. The most we've really done is $150 at any one pump, which brings us up to full, but it doesn't bring us up to topping off, if you know what I mean. So it could still be a couple of gallons. We're told we could get about 10 or 11 miles per gallon in this vehicle. Wow. Um, but I don't know how that can be because they say the big ones get about nine to ten. So I would hope that we're getting a little bit better. Else I should have taken a, a forty-two footer, you know, if I'm going to get the same gas mileage. But um, you know, I haven't really felt the pain. Um, haven't gotten a credit card bill yet either. But you know, I mean, we have. Thank the Lord for credit cards. Gotta love credit cards. Otherwise, I'd have a big wad of cash. In Couldn't my do pocket, it. You know, Couldn't do it. Hey, listen. You know, we um, uh, it was released today uh, by the Sun in England. That Mercedes, uh, it's alleged. Now you have to you have to qualify this. It's alleged that Mercedes is going to drop gasoline engines in seven years. They're going to switch to strictly a biofuel fleet and uh, battery. You know what? That would be, and it, 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 I, 
points to everything that we have to do as, as a consumer base. And, you know, I, as, a, as, as what I call the chief home officer, am obviously a big believer in all the alternative work options that we have and the fuel options that we should be pursuing. You know, the President Bush comes out a little bit ago and says, Americans are addicted to oil. Like, duh. You know, I mean, we've been addicted to oil since, you know, the since the Model A came out. You know, I mean, right. we've always used oil. And, but, you know, it, but... It's only part of the problem. We not only have to have, and it's a great step um, for a, a car company to say in seven years we'll move that direction. We need to be moving that direction now, but we need to balance it because ethanol is causing a spike in corn prices, which is causing food issues. We have a lot of things that we need to deal with. And so, I mean, that's, that's a, a tremendous first step to make it happen. That's right. Well, listen, we're going to... Uh did you have something more you want? I don't know where you want to go with this since you're traveling. We've got to take a hard break right now. Do you want to stay or are you going to disappear? Let's hang out. I'll, I'll come back. All right. Stay there. Me. We'll be back I in one minute. to go and all day to get there. Stay there. We're going to come back to Jeff's bar somewhere on the road in Georgia. This is Rich Rothman. You know where I'm spending my next romantic evening out with my wife? At Biltmore Carl Gables, Miami, a golf and spa resort. Maybe we'll start the evening with a five-star dinner at the newly opened Fontana Ristorante, enjoying their authentic Italian cuisine prepared by renowned chef Gaetano Accione. Or perhaps we'll dine at the acclaimed Palm d'Or restaurant. Zagat called Palm d'Or one of the best restaurants in the country. South Florida's best restaurants are at the Biltmore Carl Gables, Miami. On Thursday after dinner, we could really enjoy Biltmore Unplugged. Live jazz music poolside at the Cascade Bar and Grill. Fine food and live jazz is awaiting your next romantic evening at Biltmore Carl Gables, Miami, a golf and spa resort. Visit www.biltmorehotel.com for more information or call them at 1-800-747-1926 for reservations. The perfect night out is at Biltmore Carl Gables, Miami, a golf and spa resort. Do you have aging on your mind? Is your health and well-being a major concern in your life? With the rising costs of health care and the many risks associated with prescription medications, an increasing number of Americans are turning to preventative therapies. A world-class team of PhDs and medical doctors from both Eastern and Western traditions has been assembled to formulate a breakthrough nutritional beverage with the wholehearted endorsement of the Chopra Center for Well-Being. Founded by Dr. Deepak Chopra, this team of doctors is proud to bring you Zri. Zri is a delicious synergistic blend of seven powerful herbs, fruits, and botanicals designed to restore your youth. Zri is the perfect addition to your healthy lifestyle, safe and effective for people of all ages. This is an invitation to try Zri today and the offer of a 30-day money-back guarantee. Zri is brand new to the market and is not available at retail stores or your supply of Zri today. Visit bestliquidnutrition.com. Experience the gift of health and well-being. bestliquidnutrition.com. Hi, I'm Rich Rothman, and here's a great opportunity for all of my listeners who are attorneys, CPAs, physicians, and dentists. You know, now you can borrow up to $625,000, including lines of credit, term and vehicle loans, at exceptional rates and terms. Introducing Total Pro financial lending packages from Total Bank, especially designed for attorneys, CPAs, physicians, and dentists. The best, easiest, and fastest financial assistance you could ever wish to have, whether you have an established practice or you're just Starting out. And with Total Bank, it's minimum paperwork and 24 hour pre approval. Just visit www.totalbank.com for all the details. Or you can call Ivis Leon 
at 305-476-6273. I'm going to tell you again, that's 305-476-6273. And remember, easy lending with Total Pro from Total Bank. Apply today. Total Bank. Member FDIC. No name is more synonymous with success than Miami Dolphins owner H. Wayne Heisinger, architect of three Fortune 500 companies including AutoNation and Blockbuster. This renowned entrepreneur has brought his unique business approach to the classroom with the Heisinger School of Business at Nova Southeastern University. With a faculty of real-world leaders and a curriculum based on Heisinger's entrepreneurial ideals, the Heisinger School of Business offers the rare opportunity to learn the ropes from someone who's climbed their way to the very top. Apply now at nova.edu business. The Port of Miami is the second largest economic engine in our community, providing an annual economic base of over $16 billion and over 100,000 jobs. These are high-paying in-demand jobs, very much coveted by other cities and ports throughout the Americas. We're fortunate to have this business. And of that $16 billion, international trade and cargo at the port accounts for over $13 billion per year, a significant fact as well as a significant economic impact for all of us. The Port of Miami, working to enhance and contribute to the economic success of our country, further reinforcing Miami and South Florida as the gateway to the Americas. Do you own a business outsourcing your accounting? Then call the accounting and tax experts at TNJ Tax Service. For over 30 years, TNJ Tax Service has been preparing taxes for South Florida companies and individuals. As enrolled agents with the Internal Revenue Service, the pros at TNJ Tax Service can represent you or your company professionally to the IRS. Have challenges with your company's bookkeeping? Then call TNJ Tax Services. QuickBooks certified. TNJ Tax Services can provide training on QuickBooks for any small business. If you need monthly or quarterly bookkeeping services to handle all of your payroll and business needs, then you need to call TNJ Tax Service. Located at Taft and Flamingo in the Pillbox Plaza. Call 954-432-1700. 954-432-1700. TNJ Tax Services. No one covers local, national, and world news like Rich Rothman. And no one covers local, national, and world shipping like DHL. DHL. Customer service is back in shipping. Live from Atlantic Radio Network in Coral Gables, Florida. Wow, look at you. Have you been working out? This is the Rich Rothman Show on 1360 WKAT. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. <laughs> Yay for Wanda. Yay for Wanda. Here we are. This is the theme song of the Jeff Zabar family on the road covering. There we go. I'm going to start calling you Charles Corral. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! On the road with Charles Corral. That would be me. Hey, Jeffrey, let me ask you a question since we have you and you're trapped in your car or your van, I should say, whatever it is, RV. Uh, what's with this new iPhone? I haven't seen it yet. Um, I'm not, I will not be in line to get it first, to be first and foremost. It's supposed to be uh, thinner, supposed to be more powerful, more application. Um, and put it this way, if you're an Apple enthusiast, if you're sort of the, the junkies who... Uh, once it, then there will be people lining up to get it. I'm, I'm not the, the, the early adopter type to get it to be first and foremost in line for something like that. Yeah, so. neither am I. I, I, never, I could not understand why when the first Apple phone a year ago came out and people were sleeping outside of the stores waiting to be the first one to pay the most maximum. It's sort of like when, you, when I was a kid and Color TV came out. And right. the Color TVs, A, they weren't that great, but B, they were so bloody expensive. 
Right. I mean, Absolutely. oh my God! You know, my, and I, I remember fighting with my father and mother. I used to leave. I was very young. I used to leave notes all around. You know, Peter Pan's coming in color. Peter Pan's coming in color. We gotta have color TV. And my father just looked at me and said, "You know, get out of the bathroom." You know, basically, that's what he said. Get out of here. We're not going to do this. And then by the 60s, TVs were like, you know, 300, 400 bucks, and they became even cheaper. Now they're like dime a dozen. So absolutely. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not of that ilk that would go out and, and rush and do it. But I will say one thing I do find about Apple products, because having been in, in publishing and you've been in publishing too, you know, I've had two two parallel systems at all times. One was the business side, which was PC oriented, and the other was the editorial side, which is Apple and, and and Mac oriented. And their products are very sexy. I will say that. Well, not you know beyond sexy, they are, and they're 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 well engineered. They're effective at what they do, and they just they hold up and do the job effectively. And what they're what they're good at is their again the engineering um, and the simplicity. And you you can't overlook the fact that they're not designed. Um, they're designed in such a way that uh, you know people who write soft write like malicious software, what we call malware. Just they don't look for them because you know. Apple is such a small segment of the market, and it's so difficult to write, apparently, I'm not a, a programmer that way, but to write applications, <clears throat> excuse me, that are, that are, you know, to write viruses, worms, trojans, things like that, that are going right. to damage the application, that you just don't get targeted. So that, that's why they don't get viruses. I mean, that's what uh, my partner kept telling me for the years, is, why do you have this stupid PC, you get all these viruses, you have a Mac, you never get a virus. And, and they know. There was always... There was always that, that, and it's still floating around out there, that, that uh, joke about if a car was manufactured like, you know, Windows operating system. You know, it, all, it, would, it would suddenly just stall for no reason. You'd have to reboot. You know, you'd be driving <laughs> down, you'd get, a, you know, whatever the case may be. You can, you can Google it and find it. But it's, but it's, it's true that, you know, I mean, I'm, for, for as, as an editorial person, you know, on the word side of editorial, um, the editorial side of editorial, we're often caught up in, in using Windows. And I would love to move over to Mac. There's no reason why not, except that my computer is working fine. You know, if it ain't, if it ain't broke now, why fix it? Or right, exactly. I, no, I'm very happy with my, uh, I have a Dell laptop. It's four years old. I have an insurance policy on it from Dell. Anything goes wrong, the guy shows up, it gets fixed. They've replaced right. all the parts. And it works like it's a brand new computer right now. You know, we're very happy with it. With yeah, we're traveling with some technology on this trip. For example, we have a uh, an HP. It's a compact uh, tablet style, uh, so it has that swivel screen. Yes, it's very cool, very cool. It, you know what? It's small. It's fast. It's got a 12-inch monitor, but I tell you what, when you hold it in your hand, it's how small it is, but still how fast it is and how powerful it is. It's got that Intel Core 2 Duo uh, processor. I mean, it is just, it's wicked fast. And Can I ask a question? Yes, sir. What is an? It's all over my son's computer too. He bought an HP. What is an Intel Duo Core computer? Um, it, it's the latest uh, um, uh, operating, not operating system, but the chip that drives the computer, yeah. the uh, processor, and it just makes it faster, makes it better for graphics, um, makes it so that it just it just works faster and, and harder. Um, now they have them. They're coming out with more energy efficiency to them also because obviously. The, the, the more the, the faster and harder one of these things works, the more energy it burns, the more heat it generates. So now there, you know, even the computer industry is looking for ways to uh, cut the, the, the energy consumption and, and the heat generated by um, 
these devices. So it's just it, it makes it so that when we're running multiple programs, we're doing you know okay. So Apple is better on the graphics side, but still a lot of people using um, PC will be running graphics applications and gaming applications. Um, so you need to make sure that what you're running, you're able a a able to run it and b to run it efficient efficiently without consuming all that power. So it's just it's the latest chipset, so to speak, that that just makes it so that it's um. Uh, you know, again, more powerful, faster, and runs the systems that we have out there today that we're trying to work, the, that we use in business and, and, uh -huh. and pleasure. Let me ask you a question. So here you have this wireless uh, <clears throat> broadband HP in your in your RV, right? Yep. And, and are you running on battery, or do you have it plugged into a 12-volt in the car? Well, you know what? We have, if, if people want to check it out, you can go to homeofficehighway.com, and I show a few things that we've done. But, yeah, I mean, the, the, the uh, vehicle... When the vehicle's moving, we have a generator that can run. If, if you want to run, say, the TV or if you want to plug the laptop in and power up. And, you know, we get about four hours of battery life off that, that laptop, so I don't have to have the generator running. When you're parked in an RV park, if you have what they call full hookup, you can plug in to, um, to land power, and so you don't need to run the generator. And then you have all these – you don't have a lot of electrical outlets in the vehicle, but you have several. And then what I've done is I've plugged in the uh, – I put a, um, uh, a power strip, like a surge suppressor, into one of those outlets, and then I mounted it with Velcro on the wall so that now I can plug into that so I can have, just as you would at home, I can have eight outlets uh, stemming from essentially one outlet, um, which makes it more efficient as far as how I'm um, creating sort of a power station in the in the vehicle because we have cell phones to charge we have iPods to charge we have laptops that need to be plugged in we have an HP portable printer this this good little this cool good little Lord. printer so your whole yeah, office you know, is with you Jeffrey and you know what I got to tell you Rich that's the whole point is this it's to show that you can work from the road wherever you are um, whether it's an RV, whether it's a hotel room, whether it's a minivan, you can do a lot of this stuff from the road uh, because the technology is so small and so portable. And with adapters, I mean, you don't have to be in an RV. If you're in a, in a we always carry um, and drive with one of these um, uh, trans, uh, converters that you plug into your, what they call now a, a power port, but it's, you know, a cigarette lighter. Um, you know, you plug it in so you're able to get power. You can power up the laptop or you can plug in your cell phone if it's dying, you know, if the charge is dying. So there's a lot of different things you can do. And with that Verizon AirCard that we carry and with the different devices we have, uh, we're able to, to sort of pull it all together um, and, and have a fully functional home office on the road. So, so do you feel like Chevy Chase or Robin Williams now? Um, I have not been sprayed with black water yet, and a la Robin Williams. Give it time. Not, exactly. The trip is young. We still have two weeks left. Uh -huh. um, you know, we haven't we haven't stranded the vehicle on the pinnacle of any mountain, so we're we're still doing good there. Um, you know, I got to tell you, the vehicle has been perfect. We got it from the folks up at RV Sales at Broward up in in uh, Fort Lauderdale, and it's been it's just been a lot of fun. And yeah, there's a there's a tremendous learning curve, and I got to tell you also that that the the vehicle coming starting to work in the vehicle um you know it's been about i say it's about setting the family's expectations for how much daddy's going to be working or setting client expectations for how much they can expect from me while i'm on the road you know my own expectations i thought it would be a lot easier to be in this vehicle but i find myself working a fair amount trying to keep up with deadlines and deliverables and things that i had some of it's because i had deadlines that just came to pass during the first week 
and I wasn't able to get them all out before I left. But the family's very understanding, and I find myself working, you know, up at 5, 6 a.m. as I normally am. Oh, my God. That's well, incredible, that's, Jeff. That's, what a, well, what a regimen. Yeah, that's my normal circadian rhythm anyway. I'm, I'm always up at 4 or 5 o'clock yeah, in the so morning am I. at home. So I'm I'm up and I'm able to work and I'm you know the family's understanding of that that I'm that I'm up and I don't you know flip on the TV or anything I go straight to the laptop check my email surf check the day's news um, but then I get some work done and by the time they wake up at eight thirty nine o'clock it gets really dark in here which is cool um, because there's good shades and blackouts but by the time they're up I've gotten a few hours work done in the you know in the four weekdays that we've been on the road I've had to work a little bit later in the mornings. And so they've been understanding, go out and making their way in the morning, going out and exploring. And by 11 o'clock, they come back and I'm ready to go out and, and hang out with the family. And, you know, plus you brought your one. DVDs, didn't you? Didn't you bring DVDs well, for kids? Oh, yeah. They brought 20 some DVDs, including RVs. So we have that. That's important. Um, it's absolutely. Um, but, you know, they have all their stuff to keep them busy. Um, and, you know, whether in the vehicle or outside the vehicle. And there's just, you know what, the, the thing also is, is we, we need to. Once I'm done with a lot of these deadlines, and this week will be the hard week, next week should be a little bit easier, um, you know, it's time to explore. I'm driving down the interstate, and I can't help but think is what people have said before me um, and said historically since, who was it, Eisenhower, who created the interstate right, in the highway 50s. system. You know, kill the small town. I mean, you, I'm on I-85, blowing past towns that I would otherwise, I remember my father and I used to drive to Tampa um, because that's where he was from. We'd drive up 41. And we would go through all the, you know, go through Venice and Punta Gorda and through Naples and all these little towns going up the Tamiami Trail. And now you go up 75 and you see none of it. And so, you know, just to keep it in context, you drive 85 and you blow past little towns that probably have a lot of charm and history and, and meals and museums and historical sites. And you just, you know, you got to sort of get off the highway sometimes. It's certainly the easiest way to get from point A to point B. But sometimes there's the, 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 the small town, the, you know, the smaller road or the state highway route that takes you through them. You know, take 41 or take 27 to get up there as opposed to bypassing them. You know, so well, you know what that is? You know what that is, Jeffrey? What you just defined is the movie Doc Hollywood. That was the whole point of Doc Hollywood. Back to the interstate. Back to the interstate, as the mayor says at the end of the film when he's leaving before he comes back and, of course, and grabs the girl and gets married or whatever and has a lovely life. But it's small town USA. And one of the neat things about America and the homogeneity of America is that you can travel across this country. I did that with Gloria, unfortunately, coming back from 9-11 because I had no choice from right. California. But you do get to see what America is all about. This is a terrific country. And we you know what? So small town USA ain't all that bad. I mean, I, I, went, I lived in Camillus, New York when I was going to school in upstate New York. Small town, if you blink, you're going to miss it. All a bunch of farmers, but you know what? It was great, and they were wonderful people. Jeff, I got to split, and you got to drive. So we'll talk to you next week, and uh, uh, good luck to you on the road, my man. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on. If anyone wants to check it out, we're tweeting on Twitter, and we're putting up blogs every day at, at homeofficehighway.com. Check us out and see where we're going. You know, where in the world is Jeff and Robbie and the kids? Well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. We'll we'll discuss it again tomorrow. And drive carefully, stay safe, and and uh, have a great holiday, Jeff. Thanks much, Rich Wanda. Thanks for having me. Okay, you bet. See you then. Y'all be well. Bye. Ciao. Well, that was fun. Always fun. Jeffrey's a hoot. He's driving. We're talking him at seventy miles an hour in his RV. I mean, that's safely hands I, on the wheel. I don't think I can do an RV. I'm not that type of a guy. I can't. I, can't I think do it. once you get in there, you kind of you, you kind of like it. 
It's you like, think so? I, I hear things, great things about RVs. I can't sleep in an RV. It's like, I don't know. It's, it seems like it might be kind of powerful. I don't know about that. Kind of powerful. Well, really hard know. for this kid. I don't know. Well, you drive a little car. Well, yeah, I drive a little sporty thing, but, right. you know, but, you know, I like driving. I mean, I don't, I, 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 I drove a Lincoln Town car across the country, so you don't feel anything. You know, it's sort of like being mesmerized as you drive. You don't feel a damn thing. Uh, you know, you're 120 degrees out in the desert, and it's It's the parking the thing that will be a car. little challenging to me. You know? But, uh, but anyway, um, Pat Catania got into the, uh, into the he's, he's on the floor. He's not in the studio right now. He's because on the floor? He's not officially here for another four and a half minutes. Yes. He's and that's the, just the way Pat is. He's Pat, in the green room. Pat's a numbers guy. Right, he's in the green room checking <laughs> out the green room. Yes. But uh, Pat says he's going to be here at 5 o'clock. That's the way it's going to be because Pat is that type of a guy. We need wine and cheese in the green room. Uh, you know what? That's not a bad We need a lot of wine. To, <laughs> <laughs> with my arm right now, let me tell you about my arm. Just for you folks out there. Oh, no. I'm wearing a cast from my wrist to my, uh, my shoulder, right? And, and it's lousy. And the only way I can go to sleep is by drugging myself out. Because if I don't get drugged out with legal drugs, by the way, yes, given to me by the wonderful by Dr. Med- Carl Kessler. doctors, of course. That's right. Uh, I, I can't do it. I hyperventilate. I go crazy. We already took one cast off because my, it was swelling up. Uh, and I think I may have caused that on my own anyway, Are mentally. you writing this in your memoirs? I, well, yeah, I guess I am. Or you Gloria know. can write it for you. If I turn over too quickly, I'll kill the, the dog. I'll hit the dog with this thing, <laughs> clunk, it's over, and he's going to get... You know, he's a German dog, too, and I'm a Jewish kid. i got to be careful with that dog. Anyway, um, we're excited. We're going to have Pat here. We're going to talk about uh, East Coast public adjusters. But under that context, we're going to talk about uh, the window of opportunity that some people have. Uh, and if you want to go back and reopen claims, and Pat will explain that. But what we really want to understand is why does Pat do this, and what's his, what's his rationale for that? Because part of it relates to, uh, well, we're going to talk about the movie, uh, the movie Rainmaker, which if you ever go into Pat's office, you're going to see this the big poster from the movie Rainmaker. And I think all the uh, stars of the film actually signed that for Pat at some point. Ooh, ah. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, but the movie Rainmaker, I think, kind of summarizes uh, some of the ideas that Pat was explaining to me. And certainly when Dan came to my house when I first met him, uh, their M.O., and then he gave me a book called From Good Hands to Boxing Gloves, The Dark Side of Insurance. And you know what? i got to tell you something. Pat's like the Superman. He's out there, and he's taking on these industries. And you think you're in good hands with, you know, that's a statement, you're in good hands with Allstate. And Saturday Night Live used to make fun of that. They, the hands would tremble, and it was like they had, you know, a, a trembling Parkinson's. I don't know, park, don't, don't hit oh, me with that geez. shit. But uh, when we come back, we're going to have Pat Catania with us, and we're going to go into, and we're going to have parts of outtakes from the Rainmaker, and we're going to understand what makes Pat tick. That's the whole bottom line. All right. That's the only guess that's actually brought you presents. Well, it's. I think it's. It's. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad special. thing at all. But uh, anyway, so we're going to take a break. Uh, this is Rich Roffin on the Rich Roffin Show, 1360 WKAT. Hmm. We'll be back in just about three and a half minutes with Pat Catania. Groovy. Do not go anywhere. <laughs> 